With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert. Check her out on the web at BowersockTeam.com. This was a comment that Rodney Terry had last night. To your point, Jeff, Jonathan Chachua back on the floor for the Baylor Bears. So that's something the Longhorns did not encounter in the first meeting. And I asked him about uh, Jonathan Chamwa uh, Chachua and uh, what uh, he gives Baylor and the challenge it presents for Texas. Uh, you have the Baylor Bears this Saturday. Uh, you won the first game against them. We started off when we were talking about the Bears last time. Uh, it, there's so many different guys you can go down the road with, but I guess a good place to start is Flackler, Cryer, and George, the, uh, the three uh, guards who make such a big difference for them. You just kind of pick your poison. Yeah, yeah, right. I yeah. Mean, this, is, uh, this trio of guards is probably the best trio of guards in the nation in terms of scoring the basketball. They're, they're, they're really, really good. They're a terrific group. They play really good together, and, and uh, they can really score the ball. I mean, they're going to put a tremendous challenge on us from a defensive standpoint to try to guard these guys. Uh, um, you know, Scott Drew's done an incredible job. I mean, they won a national championship and, you know, has an elite level program. A lot of respect for, for Baylor and what they've been able to do over the course of the years. And, uh, man, they're going to be they're going to cause a lot of problems. Uh, they're they're going to have a little bit different look than when you saw them back on January 30th because they have Jonathan Chama Chachua back on the floor as well. He's been a weapon in the past and he's just come off injury, but he had a double-double the other night, so we're already starting to see him affect the game. I think better known as Everyday John by Fran Fragella, but uh, but no, he uh, he impacts their team. He's really worked on his shot. He's shooting the ball at a very high clip. Uh, he's a guy that's going to really crash the glass. He gives them some physicality. A really good player, and he's really a great energy guy that comes in and gives them an emotional leader as well in terms of a guy that comes in and can change the game on both ends of the floor. Yeah, so that's what they'll have to encounter. Again, 12.30 tomorrow and uh, 1 o'clock is the uh, tip-off. You can hear it here on the horn. And right now we're going to encounter on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. It's been a minute since we caught up with him, but uh, he's here for his regular Friday chat. Catch up with him for a few minutes on everything going down on the 40 Acres. You can get him on Twitter at Mike Roach 247 If you are a Longhorn Blitz podcast subscriber, you know you get the State of Recruiting podcast whenever it drops. If you're not, just search Horns 24-7 anywhere you get your podcast and click that follow button. You can always get him at Horns247.com. He is our recruiting editor, Mike Roach. Mike, thanks as always for the time. How are you today, sir? I'm good, Solis. How are y'all? Terrific. Great. Terrific. Mike, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, I know you and, and Hudson Standish, nobody better in the Texas market covering recruiting than you guys. Uh, there's been a lot of offers in the class of 2024. The junior day was a couple of weeks back. As you started to really get your footing and dig in on the 2024 class, any trends emerging, positions of, of note for you? Kind of what's your 30,000-foot view as it relates to Texas in the 2024 cycle right now? Um, I'm waiting for more guys to emerge this spring because I don't think this is as strong of a class talent-wise as 2023 was. Um, but there are still some, you know, some really good players and some really uh, big priorities for Texas. I think that, uh, you know, for me, I've probably got my eye on defensive line and um, I would say probably the cornerback position um, as big areas of need this year in, in areas where they have guys that that they can go get and. 
that can make an impact. So um, it's kind of just sorting all that out. The funny thing is, you know, we, I always remember, I, I, I tend to always remember this, is there's guys who are right now who, you know, if you talk to sources of Texas, are massive priorities, and in a month they won't be. And that's just the way kind of spring goes. I think that um, we, we, sometimes we hone in too much early on guys in the, in the spring season, and then the evaluation period comes and things change and the board's always moving. So um, I try not to get too uh, zoomed in on any one guy. Yeah, Mike, piggybacking on that, does it seem like that might be more the case this year? Because you're right, every year there's maybe some guys that are on the radar in, in January and February that by the time you get to the summer really aren't anymore. It just seems like, I don't know if volatility is the right word, if volatile is the right word, but it just seems like there could be a lot of movement in what that recruiting board in Sark's office looks like right now. Uh, in, in two or three months, it could look completely different. We might. Did we lose Mike? Yeah, I think we lost Mike there. Um. Uh, okay. Um, we'll work to get him back. We'll work to uh, get him back as we uh, head toward the home stretch uh, of the program here. By the way, one other thing I've been meaning to uh, get to. Somebody texted in on when we were talking about HEB on the text line. They said the best thing at HEB is the rotisserie chicken. You're a, a chicken b- guy. Not a bad call. It's not a bad call. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's it, it's pretty good. In fact, Linda has picked that up sometimes when she's like mixed it in with a pasta dish or some other dish as well. So I think we got Mike yes, back Yes, Mike is back. Mike, you, uh, you you hear us? You read us loud and clear? Yeah, I'm good. I don't know what happened. I'm just <laughs> sitting here in my living room and the call dropped. So. No worries. All good. Uh, no, but kind of piggybacking on what you were saying a minute ago about the uh, maybe the volatility uh, in the 24th cycle. Can you remember a cycle, or, or, or do you think this one has the, the potential for more volatility just in terms of the recruiting board for Texas and even guys that you and Hudson have on the radar? What it looks like now could look drastically different by the time you get to you know when official visits start in June. Yeah, and I don't know that it's any more different than any other cycle. I just think the evaluation period changes so much. There's guys that you know the staff seems to love right now, and then They'll go see them in the spring or they'll, they'll get them on campus for something and, and get a look at them and, you know, things change or other guys pop up. It's just kind of the, the way it works. So, um, you know, I think there's always volatility. I think getting – obviously, you know, the elite guys are going to remain the elite guys and, and the priorities on the board. But when you're talking about, like, your kind of middle tier of guys, those are the ones that you may think that, hey, the staff loves them right now. Um, and, and there are guys that I think right now they would take a commitment from, and that commitment's probably not going to be valid in June, you know, if they've got to wait. So um, that's the thing is I just try never to get too zoomed in on, on on those guys. How big is that, Mike, for the staff? Because I, I've covered recruiting cycles at Texas where, you know, the staff might, and I'm not saying Sark staff, but there were staffs in the past where they might evaluate guys and really like them in February and, kind of stay true to that evaluation, and then by the time you get those guys on campus, you probably wish, okay, maybe we hadn't recruited this guy. Um, is it a good thing that, that Sark and, and the staff are as fluid and as, as adjustable, as malleable as, as they have been over these cycles in terms of, hey, yeah, we might have liked that kid two months ago, but now we, we just like somebody else better? Yeah, I mean, it's the, like I say all the time, the evaluation process is ongoing. It's, it's, it's always happening, and so uh, – <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's not to say they uh, they don't have those guys themselves that they get and and get into situations in the fall where they're like, well, we might have you know probably waited on this guy. But I think for the most part they've been really good about 
having thorough evaluations, making sure that they, they feel really comfortable with the guy. I mean, I know of situations where they could have had commitments early and just weren't quite sure on a, on a kid. So, um, you know, I, I think that that's the biggest thing that, that if you could stay fluid and, and let that evaluation process play out, you're going to end up with better players in the long run. Again, you can get them on Twitter at Mike Roach 247. Get, uh, get that state of recruiting podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Just search Horns 247 and you can find all of his work, his outstanding work at Horns 247. Nobody better in the Texas market covering recruiting than Hudson Standish and our recruiting editor, Mike Roach. Mike, uh, sorry it was a short one, but uh, hopefully, hopefully we can do the, uh, the full deal again next week. All right, sounds good. You guys have a good weekend. Thank you, Mike.